Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we are going to talk about how napping can really help you to boost your productivity. So uh, what I mean with that is actually that you will get two minutes back two minutes worth of productivity back for every minute that you invest into napping. And obviously, there are a couple of limitations to that. You can't uh, sleep the whole day and expect to be productive. And we're going to walk through those too. But uh, if you are feeling overworked at the moment uh, and you might be cutting down on your sleep because you find that it's a waste of time and rather you're working hard and harder to get more and more stuff done, then we're going to stop and have a deep breath together here. And then we're going to figure out how the power of naps can help you to experience true productivity. And you're also going to learn how to choose and time the right naps for the type of productivity that you are seeking and searching for. And to start this episode off on the right foot, let's have a look at a couple of really famous and productive people that are known to appreciate sleep and the benefits of napping specifically. And these are people like Winston Churchill, uh, Albert Einstein, Leonardo da Vinci, Salvador Dali, and many more. And uh, especially Salvador Dali, he invented kind of the first technique to uh, let people nap and wake up before they end up in a zone where you don't want to go with napping. We're going to cover that a little bit later. So essentially what he did was to close his eyes, sitting on a chair and holding a key in his hand. And in the moment he would drift off too deep into sleep, the muscles loosen, the key falls down and the noise would wake him up refreshed. He would feel refreshed and creative and continue to work. And that's a perfect technique that you can still use today. So it might even be better to use this than an app for the reason that this is really hooked up to what's going on in your body. But let's have a look at um, what we're going to do today. First off, we're going to cover the benefits of napping. Then we're going to have a look at what different types of napping uh, there are available out there and which benefits you can expect from them. And uh, last but not least, we're going to check out the limits because there are limitations to what napping can do for you. And I'm also going to share something that will help you to utilize lap naps in your life. Um, a little calculator, but we're going to talk about that later on. So let's have a look at what benefits we can expect to get when we give ourselves a nap. And it's a bunch of flowers that we're going to get here. So the very first thing, and that's worth it alone, is that we are going to feel rested and better. The second thing is that our focus is going to improve, our um, concentration capabilities, our decision-making capabilities, everything's going to improve. Our motor skills, our uh, creativity is going to spark. Essentially, every single aspect of productivity is going to improve through getting a nap. But when it comes to napping or when it comes to sleeping in general, maybe, we're kind of like a mountaineer that is uh, climbing up a mountain and we're, we're reaching a base camp now. And the base camp is kind of our body telling us that it's time for a rest, right? So what we do is to say, okay, I get that it's time for a rest. I can feel my body. I can feel my mind. But 
I need to move up that mountain. I don't have time to have a rest. So we tend to skip the base camp. And even worse, you know, some of us are so smart and that's kind of a cultural thing. It's not our fault. We think that we need to do it that way because all the others are doing it that way. Some of us are so smart to say, okay, here's the base camp here. Please take my backpack or take my shoes. Kind of, I'm going to get rid of this unnecessary weight. And that's kind of the recipe for disaster because in reality, we're far better off to stop at the base camp, to get something to drink, to have a rest, and then to move on quickly, steadily refreshed and reach that mountain, the top of the mountain. And the danger of skipping our sleep base camp is real too. I think around about 20% of all car accidents in the US are kind of related to somebody who was sleep deprived. But luckily today we're talking about productivity. So let's move on to what different kinds of naps there are out there. And um, essentially we're talking about two types, the power nap, which is a short nap somewhere between 20 and 30 minutes and the perfect nap, which is a longer nap that is timed somewhere between 60 and 90 minutes. So to empower you to utilize naps best, I want you to understand how sleep works uh, on a basic level. So essentially each and every night we sleep and our sleep runs through sleep cycles. That's what they're called. And on average, we all get around about five sleep cycles each and every night. And each sleep cycle is put together out of sleep stages. And this is the interesting part. So each sleep stage stands for a certain a characteristic of sleep. Sleep stage one is the sleep stage that we run through when we slip asleep at first. Then we move into sleep stage two, which is a light sleep. Then we move into deep sleep and then it goes up the hill again, running through light sleep and we end up in REM sleep, which is dream sleep. And then the cycle, the next cycle starts to kick off. So. Rule number one when it comes to napping is that we do not want to wake up or be waked up, get waked up out of deep sleep because this is when our brain waves are super slow, like they slow down to 0.5 waves a second. When we're awake, it's kind of between 12 and 38 waves a second in our brain and in deep sleep 0.5 to 4, super slow. And if we wake up then, or get waked up, rather, we feel as if a bus or a, a truck has hit us. It's really hard for us to get going, to get productive again. So we want to avoid that. With that in mind and looking at the power naps, this is exactly the reason why they are timed somewhere between 20 and 30 minutes, because as soon as we move over that red 30 minute line, our odds of ending up in deep sleep are high. So we don't want to do that. And according to the NASA, the perfect nap time is 26 minutes. So you might want to use that as an indication. Or if you want to have something that is really hooked up to your body, consider to use the Salvador Dali technique. Take that key. I think he even had a plate underneath to make the noise louder. So you might also want to do that. And the power nap is just such a wonderful and quick way to reap true improvements when it comes to our productivity. So you're going to feel concentrated afterwards. You're going to feel focused. Your mood is going to be lifted. Your creativity is going to spark all of that in only 20 to 30 minutes. 
And if you think about what a cup of coffee or two can do for you, that's just a complete different level of productivity improvement that you're going to get with a nap. And if you want to max out on a power nap, drink a coffee before you have that nap because coffee, the caffeine in the coffee takes around about 20 minutes to rush through our uh, bodies and to kick in. So if you drink a coffee, have your power nap, then wake up, you're going to have the benefits of the power nap and the caffeine will give you an additional booster and that makes sense. And that's what CEOs and highly productive people really do to improve their productivity in a way that really works. And if we can reap all of these benefits through having a 20 to 30 minute nap, why should we even consider to have a longer nap like spending 60 to 90 minutes of time sleeping? Uh, and the answer is because we are going to get so much more and yes, I know this is not something that everybody can do. So if you're working in a nine to five job, you're uh, sitting in an office or something like that, it's probably going to be hard to do. But if you're an entrepreneur, you're, you're a coach, you're a consultant, you've got time autonomy, then you can. And the benefits are just so much more. Like if you take that nap, the perfect nap, 60 to 90 minutes, you are going to run through a full cycle of sleep giving you all the advantages that come through deep sleep, which will really um, detox your brain, uh, will uh, give your body a real rest, will help you to memorize things, to consolidate memories. Uh, and it's also going to give you REM sleep, dream sleep. So going really deep into the creative area, really deep when it comes to handling uh, mood uh, issues like what's going on in our emotional center and balancing those things out. So you're going to get the advantages that you would otherwise only get if you take a full night of sleep. And this can be particularly helpful if you're sleep deprived. So let's say you didn't get the amount of sleep that you uh, wanted to or should have got in the night. That's going to give you a real rest. And it's also going to help you to learn so much quicker because now you've got two touch points where memories are going to get consolidated and going to get transported into the long-term memory. You're going to get it in the nap and then you're going to get it in the nocturnal sleep too. So awesome to do that. And one thing that I want to add is that timing matters. So depending on if you decide to have that nap, that perfect nap, the full sleep cycle in the late early morning, in the uh, afternoon or in the early evening, you will get different things out of that sleep. So if you do it in the morning, you're going to get more REM sleep, which is going to leave you with more creativity, emotional balance. Uh, that's a benefit that you will get if you do it in the morning. In the early afternoon, you're going to get a lot of um, stage two sleep, which is going to increase your focus, your, your concentration skills, everything around that. And in the early evening, and you don't want to have it too late because otherwise it's going to collide with your sleep, but we're going to talk about timing in a second. Uh, in the early evening, you will really improve your learning skills. So learning, having that nap, continuing to learn, and then going to bed is the most efficient, effective way to learn quickly. It doesn't matter if you're preparing for a presentation or if you're learning for an exam or any other thing. It's just a real productivity booster. 
and talking about power naps, perfect naps, different advantages at different times, this can get really complicated. But the good news is you do not have to memorize that because I've done all that work for you. I created the productivity naps guide and a calculator. And the only thing you need to do is to put in your wake up time and it's gonna suggest the best times to have a nap depending on what you want to reap out of that. And I'm gonna share with you later on where you can download that tool for free. So let's have a look at the limitations. And when I'm talking about limitations, I mean in regards to the promise that I stated out at the beginning of this podcast that you are going to get back two minutes worth of productivity for every minute that you invest into napping. And this is only true if you have one to two power naps, the short ones over the course of a day, or, so it's an or here, one perfect nap, one 60 to 90 minute nap a day. Sleeping the entire day will not help you to get more productive, obviously, but doing the naps will. And what you want to consider to do to make this working is to prepare the naps. So you want to be thinking about something you're working on before you have the nap. And as soon as you wake up, you want to plot down the things that might have came up. Like if you're thinking about a creative process and you had an idea, write it down, work on that right away. And if you went into that nap with something that you want to do afterwards, start working right away. The second thing that you really need to do is to avoid distractions afterwards. Get rid of emails, notifications, anything that gets you distracted. You want to work at least 30 minutes focused on the task after the nap. And if you get into the state of flow, just continue to move on. The last thing is that time matters. As said, timing matters, but that's not gonna be a problem. I've got the, the timer, the calculator, and I'm gonna share that with you. So you can just plot in the time you wake up and you're gonna get suggestions for the best times for you to nap. So let's walk through the three steps that you want to take to build this into your days. The first thing is when you get up in the morning, define what need for a nap you've got. So do you want to improve your energy levels? Do you Are you working on something creative? Uh, are you feeling tired? Your body feels tired. You want to get that long rest. Are you learning at the moment? So define what needs you have. The second step that you need to make is to decide about the napping type. So is it a power nap, a perfect nap, and the timing to fulfill your needs. This is where the tool that I created for you kicks in. It's called the Productivity Napping Solution. It comes with a little checklist and it also comes with the calculator. And the only thing you need to do is to plot in the time you wake up and it's going to calculate the best times for power and perfect naps depending on what you need. So check out that tool, download it, it's awesome. And uh, if you have any feedback, drop an email to me. I'm always happy to get your feedback, but use that tool. And then the third step is to plan the nap that you choose into your day. So now you've got your daily schedule and you're gonna plan that nap into the day, into the part of the day that fits the timing that your calculator handed over to you and also fits into your schedule. And just to give you a little bit more context around productivity and naps, at the moment I'm working on a new system to help entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, mainly people who have time autonomy to 3X their productivity in 90 days or less and doing that on the foundation by utilizing 
and using sleep in the right way. Obviously, 70% are going to be classical coaching, productivity tools and hacks, getting into power habits, uh, and all of these things that are very essential, but 30% are going to be sleep. The napping fits into step four, five, and six, where we're going to talk about work, life, and sleep and balance these things out. And if you're an entrepreneur, coach, or consultant, and this sounds interesting for you, then you can be one of the first to run through that coaching with me. Just drop me an email, hello at sleeptrust.eu. We can have a quick chat and figure out if this is a good fit for you. And with that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. Napping the right way will give you back two minutes of productivity for every minute that you spend napping. Best start off by defining your productivity needs and then deciding which nap you will choose and how the timing will be. Best do so by using the tool that I created for you and that you can download for free. Go to sleeptrust.eu and visit the show notes of this week's episode and that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you tune in next week where we are going to talk about performance through sleep, how sleep can help you to top perform. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast, or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week and until then, have a good sleep.